This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergaff. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast once again today on these Thursdays. The voice of the Golden Gophers, sports director at MNN, Mike Grimm, joins us for the podcast. Uh, Grimmer, thanks for joining us uh, once again. Again, uh, how is the smoke situation down where you live right now? Yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty potent. Um, you know, yesterday I was out for a little bit. I had an appointment in the afternoon. I'm going to say maybe 1.30 I walked outside and it seemed normal. I didn't notice anything, got home, uh, did a couple things, went back outside about 5 o'clock. So it, it seemed to hit pretty quickly. At 5 o'clock it was hazy and smoky and the sun was bright orange here um, yeah. just d- uh, during the sunset. So um, I know that they postponed a few of the state tournament, I think, uh, consolation baseball last yep. night. So we'll see. I know the women's soccer team postponed its game last night. Um, so, well, they actually played it. They just moved it indoors. But anyway, we'll see, um, you know, here the week, you know, how long this lingers and what impact it could have. You know, I, I would think the Twins will play, but you never know. Who knows, you know? Yeah, it's, it certainly isn't good. You know, uh, I have family in North Dakota, of course, and the Red River flows north, and the Canadians regulate how much water then goes into Canada. That's caused flooding uh, along the Red River and other parts of North Dakota. So they won't take our water, but we have to take their smoke. I don't think that's equitable. Yeah, yeah no, no. Although, we, we, you know, if they could give us some water at certain times, that'd be fine, too. <laughs> times where I'm sure some farmers wouldn't mind water in their fields with it. But, yeah, yeah this... Uh, yeah, this smoke is it. it, it uh, here's the thing, you know. It, it, this I, I read yesterday, and I, as you know, I believe everything I've ever read on Twitter. <laughs> but uh, some uh, somebody, a looked official, tweeted out that yesterday afternoon was the worst. I think it's called AQI. I knew nothing about that before yesterday, or right. if I did, I'd forgotten about it, uh, which I guess is a varying factor of a bunch of stuff that <laughs> basically puts a number on how how bad or good the air is, and it includes allergies and other things, and. Um, yesterday apparently uh, was the worst reading in the history of Minnesota since they started taking that reading, uh, which it was still, um, and I want to say it was like 250. I'm, 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 this is just roughly uh, paraphrasing. It was like 250, which was a big, big number apparently yeah. in this AQI. Um, well, New York, remember New York last week, they canceled a bunch of stuff. I remember seeing pictures of the air looked orange. They were apparently in the 400s. Wow. Um, uh, last week. So even with how bad it has been here, the Canadian fire smoke uh, uh, impacted uh, New York, uh, maybe even a bit more harsh last week. What's uh, I wonder what a good air quality uh, index would be. Is it? Uh, let's see. I'm looking um, it up I right think here. It's Fifty. Yeah. yeah, fifty. I think. Yeah. And I think it said when it when it hits a hundred is when they start issuing warnings. And I think we're yeah. in, in certain areas like two fifty. And I think. Um, even uh, there's a belt uh, of area that, that it might even include Wilmer, but I think St. Cloud uh, and some areas across there were even worse than it was here where I'm at in the, in the uh, Twin Cities. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, everybody be careful. Uh, stay inside if, if you can. Uh, and uh, just pay attention. Keep track of your loved ones that have, uh, you know, yeah, breathing conditions no or what have you, too. So, you know, it's sad kind of to me how Lindsey Whalen's time with the Gophers as their head coach uh, kind of ended. You know, uh, uh, when you think Minnesota basketball uh, in general, Lindsey Whalen is one of the first names you think of. It's, it's kind of too bad that uh, things kind of ended the way they did. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and she, you know, I, I would argue that she could be on the Mount Rushmore of just yep. athletes in general in the yep. state, given what, you know, the, the, uh, well, what she did for girls basketball, women's basketball, and then, you know, winning the titles with the Lynx, winning the gold medals, um, and all that stuff. And I remember when, when the whole thing happened, uh, in terms of her getting hired, um, and I was like, this is this is awesome because we all love Lindsay. Yeah. Um, I said that the, the danger, though, is if it doesn't go well, right. it goes a little sideways. And I, I don't think it was a disaster by any means. There were some good times. She recruited at a high level. Um, I think they're going to be pretty good this coming year, actually. And I think some of that is because of the talent that uh, that, that uh, Lindsay Whalen brought in. Oh. But I also think that, um, you know, there, there were some things there that just – uh, made it at a point where where it was time to um, at least the you know the, the people in charge decided it was time to to try to figure it out and and at the time um, she said yeah she'd take she'd stay on and I think she now just feels like you know I I, I just don't want to do that I'm going to decompress a little bit and I don't blame her for that yeah and um, I know I I have not talked to her. Um, trying to think i don't know if i've talked to her here in the last couple of months but yeah, yeah. i know she um she's doing a lot of traveling I, I know i remember seeing her she's been she's tweeted out some pictures i think that her, they went to europe her and her sister maybe mm. i can't remember now exactly but anyway um it, it is too bad i think um i, I do know this with 100 percent certainty those four freshmen she brought in all stayed and a big reason was because Lindsay Whalen said, you guys should stay. Wow. Like, like, it, it, just because I'm gone doesn't mean you can't. So she has helped. She's, I, you know, I, I don't think she's bitter. I think she's um, – I just think she – the whole thing probably just wore her out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I think there will be a good relationship there. Um, you know, I, I don't know if she'll be at games or not. We'll see. Eventually that will get to that. But, you know, and I don't, I don't think it's uh, – I don't think it's a, a situation where oh I'm never gonna go to a game or I hate that school mm-hmm. or anything like that. I don't yeah. think that's the case. But I do think that you know, look, you, you um, certainly uh, could understand there was probably some. This, I don't know if hurt feelings is the right way to put it, but it, I think I think it'll be okay. I, I don't think it's a permanent thing. And and, I, and when I say that, I mean I don't even think it, it's that bad now. I think she just wants some time. You know. Yeah. Uh, she left a lot of money on the table. I mean, gosh, yeah, she was going to get yeah. what five fifty and six hundred thousand uh, for two years, just finishing off her coaching contract uh, as an assistant, and instead takes the two hundred and fifteen thousand dollar buyout. So you know, her mental health and her family and all that uh, clearly was yeah. worth uh, you know some of that money. She wasn't worried about that, obviously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and she could have done that. She could have just shown up, uh, showed up, I guess, and. Uh, you don't cash the check, but that's not what she's about. Yeah, she you wouldn't know, have she, felt she, good doing that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it, um, yeah. Ho- hope, like I said, hopefully, and I think it will happen eventually. Though you know, this will be fine. You know, yeah. um, uh, you know, and I've seen it. You know, at different various things. You know, because it really, you know, I, I don't know. It was a mutual thing and all this stuff. Um, you know, it really was a dismissal, yes. uh, for lack of a better term, I would say. Yep. I think that that has become a clear part of this, um, and it, and it was, and that's fine. I mean, it, it, you know, that that that's the problem sometimes is you have to move on. Uh, I've seen it often where coaches get let go by schools. Uh, there's some bitterness or there's some hard feelings, and then eventually um, those coaches come back. Even like a Glenn Mason, 
you know, uh, you know, I wouldn't say he's, you know, uh, you know, hunky dory or anything, but, um, you know, he, he, it hasn't been, you know, he's been around and he's talked positively about the school and, um, and, and those kind of things. And, you know, I'm trying to think, obviously the Jerry kill thing went a little sideways because of different stuff over the years, but, um, Anyway, it um, you know I've seen it where where that can that, that you know that that relationship doesn't have to be permanently strained. Yeah, it, let's hope certainly that's the case. Uh, it was presented though as a an, a a mutual agreement by Mark Coyle at the press conference. I think people raised an eyebrow a little bit. If it is mutual, where is Lindsey Whalen? Uh, you know, at the press conference, why isn't that happening? Uh, why do you suppose it was that Coyle wanted to present it uh, that way rather than we've decided to make a change? Well, I, I think probably to try to save, you know, Lindsay of any type of embarrassment of saying that she got fired. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I don't know all the details behind all of that, uh, you know, in terms of how it how it worked. But th- 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 it's not the first time uh, it, at, at some place, it doesn't have to be at Minnesota, that that kind of stuff, you know, goes on where, yeah, um, we're going to reassign someone into an administrative role or something. And um, and it, it, it isn't a firing. So my, my hunch is that Mark it was probably this. Is, you know, I, I probably I, you know I don't know. This is my sure. own speculation. Yeah. Is yeah. it probably was a situation where it's the greatest player in the history of the school, mm. um, and we don't want to embarrass her. So let's let's let, let's work this out so we don't have to say mm. it was a firing. And that's my hunch. Um, mm. And I think that um, it probably. Uh, once some time had passed, it probably uh, was something that Lindsay just said, "Look, I'm not going to stick around here. This isn't. This isn't. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, be some administrator. Yeah, I want to either coach or travel or do something. Something I want to do. Sure. Hey, uh, uh, I, go ahead. Finish up. I'm sorry. No, I just going to say, and I think you know, everything's kind of moved on from there. I yeah. think at that point. Yeah. Hey, uh, so it, they're going away from divisions in the Big Ten once UCLA and USC come in. Is that true? Yep, they'll. Uh, it, it, it's a uh, you know it'll be sixteen teams, and then there's just these random schedules, you know, mm-hmm. and then the top two teams will uh, will play in the Big Ten championship game. Um, to me, that um, this was a big push from Penn State. For years, Penn State has felt they've been getting the short end of the stick because of division play. They look at Wisconsin specifically and say they keep going to Big Ten championship games. Although that said, they've not been Wisconsin has not been to a Big Ten championship game I think since 2017. So it's five seasons, but. I think Northwestern's been there twice, and Purdue once, and Iowa once. But anyway, uh, for a number of years, Penn State kept saying, look, we're better than Wisconsin. They keep going to Big Ten title games because they play in that awful Big Ten West, and we have to go against Michigan and Ohio State every year, and we never make it. And so this has been a big push from them, and I'm not saying it's their fault, and I'm not even saying it's, it's wrong to do away with the visions. I do think it opens up just a, a terrible situation where there's going to be there's going to be three and four way ties and weird tiebreakers and it's going to be totally based on randomness where with even in baseball now people talk about why are they doing divisions it's terrible look at the nl central and the al central and a team that's barely 500s leading and there's a team that's eight games over 500 in the east and but the reason is because you have to have some semblance of equity from a from a uh, you know an advancement standpoint, a scheduling standpoint, you play teams in the central play each other against each other more. If everyone played the same amount of time 
and the same amount of games against each other, then it'd be great. But that's not the case. Yeah. So you get a group of teams together, um, and out of that group of teams, this team is the best, and they move on. I mean, that, that's how it's been done in the history of sports. So this will be interesting because you got 16 teams, which means if you played everybody, you'd have 15 games. You have nine. Yeah. So every year you're going to have six teams, six teams that you don't play, and we're going to try to figure out the two best. Um, and there's going to be there's going to be you know mm-hmm. there's going to be weird three and four way ties, and it's going to be well, geez, they didn't play Ohio State or Michigan this year, and we tied them, and we beat Ohio State, and why? Why are we out? You know, uh, it, it's going to be a mess. Uh, but that, that's the way it's going to be. And that said, I don't foresee it being permanent because they're going to add teams. Yeah. At some point, they're going to add teams. And to me, there's no way that if you get up to 18 or 20 or heck, it, it could be 24 teams, you know, within 10 years in yeah. the Big Ten. And, you know, you're not going to then play nine games and decide it. You're clearly going to go into divisions there. So uh, it, I think it's a short-term situation uh, and, and until they until they make, make their next batch of expansion teams in the Big Ten, and then we'll see uh, division player pods or however you want to call it, you know, almost an NFL kind of model probably. That's what I was wondering. Teams, it, yeah, you know? it smells like it, especially if they would get to – 24 i would assume then the sec will also be similarly expanding uh if it's 24 on each side you know you wouldn't have a uh uh what do they call it the power five you might be down to the power two at that point yeah i mean there's even there's even been smart people speculate that if that happens uh it it could be that the big 10 and the sec would just say forget the rest we're on our own we're just gonna take all the money um, split up the billions of dollars amongst the 48 schools, and then then you'd have other, you know, the the remains of the ACC and the Big 12. Look, if you get to 48 schools, um, I I think 64 is probably the number somehow. Okay. I don't know if you can, you know, maybe make it three. And again, this is just me. I, I have no idea. Um, but I think that um, you know there there's. There's gonna be there will be nervous schools. Washington State. I know their ads made some comments in recent weeks. They got to be really, you know, they're kind of a, on a small market, a small school. Um, they haven't been, frankly, that competitive in the Pac-12. That, that you know, that that's a school that would would potentially be left out in the out in the dark. You mm-hmm. know, and if they, you know, no school, no no conference is going to come after them. Yeah. Um, you know, there's others. Wake Forest potentially think about these you know i think iowa state's probably safe but maybe not kansas state i mean they were just close to the final four they just played in the big 12 championship game you think they they there's a place for them somewhere but again it all comes to market size and money and how it drives ratings and and all that stuff so it's it's all crazy but yeah i think you're right if it gets to 20 i i think you know 20, I, I think you could see three super conferences that would all have 20 or so, and, and eventually they would play out for these national titles. And so if the Big Ten gets to 20, I would foresee kind of a, you know, what would it be, four or five team divisions, I guess. You know, a, a, a East, a, a Mideast, a Midwest, and a West, and they'd probably come up with some weird fancy name like they always do. <laughs> um, but, you, you know, you'd have maybe five out in the West and, five that would include minnesota probably along with wisconsin and iowa nebraska and whoever else you had notre dame in there that becomes you know uh, a good a good piece in the middle and then you got the east and and uh, you know there's some potential there with some acc teams that uh, you could uh, bring in 
uh, as well. So uh, I, I'm not saying that's going to happen this afternoon, um, but uh, I, I think, you know, uh, when we do the Todd and Friends podcast and say something like 2028, 20, yeah. um, we're, we're, we're not probably talking about a 16-team Big Ten. It's no. probably going to be 20 or 24. Yeah, yeah, and it may not even take till 2028 to start right. to yeah. start adding teams, uh, that's for sure. Hey, uh, we just have like two minutes left here. Uh, give me your take on uh, uh, Emilio Pagan coming in with a two-run lead in the eighth inning. Uh, I think that was surprising just, to a lot of people. You're just winding me up now, aren't you? You just, you just, you just said, here, we're going to put a T out there for Grim to, to, to talk. It, you should have started about 12 minutes ago because I got about a 12-minute monologue on that. Um, my biggest thing with that, uh, two things. One, um, he was a free agent at the end of last year. I'm not sure why they decided to I sign him. Um they did, and 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 frankly, he's been decent. Um, the only time he struggled are the times that he's been put in in high leverage situations. Yeah. So they should put him in in blowouts only. Now, the thing after the game that Rocco said, and it irritated me, frankly, is that he said, "Well, we were down three starters or three relievers. Yeah. Three relievers were were were, were out." As if that was just okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, to me, that's kind of like saying, "Oh, sorry, I couldn't make the house payment this uh, this month because I went on vacation and spent all my money." Yeah, yeah. There's a reason that that you had three guys down because because you mishandled the bullpen for the rest of the series. Man. <laughs> that's right. You mishandled the starters. I mean, <laughs> you, you you take Sonny Gray out in the fifth. You take yeah. Joe Ryan out in the sixth. Neither had thrown over over uh, ninety pitches. Yeah, they easily could have gone two or three more innings uh, total, maybe four total, and then all of a sudden you got you don't have to use. Uh, Duran for two innings on Friday. You don't have to. And then the other thing is, Stewart pitched one pitch on Saturday. One. He got the ending, the game ending double play on one pitch. You're yeah. telling me he couldn't throw on Sunday? Yeah. I, I, like, 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 you, you got to push these guys. You, yep. you got to challenge. Like, 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 you throw one pitch, it's fine. And to me, you just can't baby them both. You know, I'm, I get irritated by this. You can't say, well, we're going to baby the starters and only throw them five, and we can't do this. And then on the flip side, say, oh, and by the way, our bullpen guys can't throw two days in a row or even three days in a yeah. row. Yeah. Because then you're screwed. To, I mean, it you're it doesn't gonna, work. Yeah. You know what's going to happen? You're going to be a good team that's sitting at 500, and guess where they sit? That's exactly what that, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. So, yep. um, and, and the weird thing is it shouldn't be a conversation because that, that, the bullpen has actually been pretty good. I know people say, oh, it's been terrible. Well, part of it is, is usage. And part of it is bullpens are just going to – they're going to blow games. I mean, look around. The, the, the Brewers – you know, blew a game the other night against Minnesota. That happens. Yep. Um, the starting pitching's been fantastic. They're big issues offense, but everyone's talking about the bullpen. And if the bullpen is just put into spots, like yesterday, it was perfect. Hey, you got the starter, stretch him to six, and then you got your three guys in inning each, and that's how it should be. That's how it should be. But, yep, uh, yep. Yeah, you, you, you pushed the right button. <laughs> you knew. You knew. <laughs> Grimmer, thanks so much. Have a great weekend. You got it. Sounds good. Thanks, Todd. Mike Grimm, voice of the Golden Gophers on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at kwlm, 1340 a.m. and 96.3 FM.